Hey guys, it's the Supernaturalist Podcast Show. That's what you're listening to right now. If we haven't met yet, my name's Darren Stott, and I'm super pumped to be partnering with Charlie Champ in our mission to equip, connect, and promote emerging supernaturalists on a global level. That's the purpose of Supernaturalist Ministries. And uh, and so Charlie's uh, been doing all kinds of incredible interviews with supernaturalists, both emerging and established, recognized um, uh, prophets, apostles, um, uh, sons, uh, ambassadors. I mean, uh, super excited about about not just the audio content um, that we're capturing right now, but the audio and video content um, that we are uh, capturing. So you're going to want to connect with us on YouTube. And to do that, just do a search for Supernaturalist Ministries or Supernaturalist Podcast, and we will come right up. Make sure that you subscribe uh, because literally every week um, we're going to have incredible video content um, that's that's posting. Um, and I think you're really going to enjoy that. Now, this particular conversation is between Charlie Champ and Prophet Kirby in Sri Lanka. And this is like top 10 stuff here, you guys. Actually, this is like top five. This is like, guys, this is, guys, guys, this is like top three type content. You say top three, what are you talking about? Like this is out of all of our podcast shows, this is like in the top three of my favorites. Yes, it's inspirational. Yes, it's motivational. It's so much more than that. There's an actual, there's substance on this conversation. You can actually take this substance and begin engaging by faith and begin creating. And as as they talk about in this podcast, really like co-partnering with the Father to create kingdom realities on the earth that already exists in the future, right? But beginning to see it and then beginning to establish it in the present. So this... <laughs> you're going to love this. And now, hey, do me a fave and uh, copy the link in the show notes for this and paste it on your favorite social media platform. That way we can help get the word out on this particular conversation. Because as you know, every day people take in all sorts of information through all their gates, especially their eye gates and their ear gates. And I think that um, we just get flooded with um, with noise every single day. And, uh, and let me just tell you, there is no noise in this conversation. Like this is pure glorious gold that needs to get out. So if you guys would just take that second or two to copy and paste, um, uh, the link to this podcast into your favorite social media platform, whether it be uh, Twitter or Instagram or uh, Facebook, uh, or you face, whatever it is. Um, let's get the word out on this. Uh, because this is amazing, but that which is to come is also amazing. Lots of cool stuff in the works, and it's such an honor uh, to be partnering with Charlie Champ. It's like it's like this beautiful collaboration between Destiny Encounters and Supernaturalist Ministries, and uh, so we run in together, you guys, all for the glory of the King in 2019. Without any more distraction let's dive into this fascinating conversation between charlie champ and kirby de lanerol connecting equipping and promoting emerging supernaturalists <laughs> even created for such a time as this all right and here we go <laughs> there is more he said what All right, man. What's up, hey, Kirby? What's going on, man? It's good to finally meet you. Yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been a while. I heard yeah. your name first from 
a friend of ours, a mutual yes. friend. Yes. South Africa. Yes. Yes. Kubis Van Rensburg Jr. Yes. 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 Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 You come highly recommended. When he when he mentions someone's name, he's serious. So yeah. I take it very seriously. Yeah. 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 And uh, he told me about you yeah. and uh, your connection with Kubis and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, so where did you meet Kubis? I mean that that's kind of that's kind of our our kind of connection yes 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 you know. so um that, that's a really interesting question because i actually met his dad uh in the realm of the spirit before i actually met him in person okay so i was uh um, i was on uh cocaine and ecstasy and uh not a not a fully con- uh, convicted believer you know and uh i'd come home after flying on these drugs for about two days and i come home and i put the sri lankan tv on in sri lanka sri lankan tv on and uh, it's impossible that this could ever happen. And uh, the TV flickers, and uh, this guy is on the TV, and he's teaching on mantles will fall. Okay, that was the teaching, mantles will fall. And I was flying on coke, and I was watching this, and then he had this fire. So tunnel. you're high on cocaine. Yeah, I'm high on you're cocaine. You're watching Sri Lankan Kubis, TV. Sri Lankan TV, and you're and, watching Prophet Kubis and then Van Rensburg. It's impossible because Sri Lankan TV does not have, cannot connect with Spirit Bird, but it was a flicker. And then suddenly, for that those hours, uh, Spirit Word came on. Wow! Yeah. So it wasn't even like a normal connection. No, no, it, like it is impossible. Sri Lankan TV does not have Spirit Word. Crazy. It's like, yeah. And uh, I, I watch this. Mantles will fall, and I see the fire tunnel and the uh, the they, they do uh, the, they walk the pool, the miracle pool. Yeah. Meeting. And um, while I was on coke, there was something that came in like from inside of me. There was someone else that spoke, used my tongue to speak, and now I know that was the Holy Spirit inter- interceding. And I heard myself say, "One day I will be just like that." And I said it, and it was so alien to me. It like it was like something got my tongue and uh, interceded and said something as I saw it. And I was like, "What the heck was that? Like, who was that? Like, why do I want to be like a preacher? I'm, I was in the underworld mafia." you know, partying, drug dealing, that kind of guy, you know. Right. So there is no way that, that those words would come out. I had never planned to be a man of God or anything like that. Mm. Uh, and then that was all. I never ever saw him again. And uh, till I, five, six years down the line, I became born again. And uh, my pastor, my spiritual dad, um, one day I was sitting in Dubai and he's from Dubai and I said, Pastor Neil, I, because I realized Pastor Neil was a grace preacher, righteousness by faith. Right. Know? So I said, how many people know this stuff you're preaching? You know, at that time, you know, we're talking about 17 years ago. It's like, how many people know grace? Like 17 years ago, very few people were preaching grace. And uh, I said, Pastor Neil, I, I think I remember a guy one day, you know, there was a guy called, I think all I remember about was, his name was Prophet Cobus. And I started searching and then I found him online and I said listening I said Pastor, Pastor Neil he's grace as well and so I took my spiritual father to go and see him uh, so you he, guys went together yeah first I went alone and um, when I saw Prophet Cobus the first time he saw me he uh, allowed me to preach and he said hey you're preaching on Sunday I was like what 5,000 people miracle pool and he so he never met you before never he just met says me, hey never, you're never, preaching never, on never, Sunday never he just came up to me uh, I said, hi, prophet, you know, whatever. There were 5,000 people from all over the world. You know, this was revival, wow. full on. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, that, for, and for people that are listening right yeah. now, Kubis Van Rensburg, 
saw more miracles yes. documented than yes. John G. Lake. Yes, that's right. In South Africa, that's right. That's over right. the like, I think like yeah. a five-year span. Five years, Twenty thousand uh, uh, cripples walked in five years. They said, I think Oral Roberts said more than the whole 1946 revival. Those group put together in five years, he saw uh, more crutches, people in crutches, twenty thousand people in five years. He had amazing, amazing authority. Uh, he had all literally the manifest sun doctrines like 50, like 25 years ago. It was crazy. So yeah. I walk into his church and um, there's so many people from all over the world to meet him. I go up to him and I say, you know, Prophet, I'm come from Sri Lanka and stuff like that. And uh, while that was the Miracle Pool meeting, so he's standing at his pulpit, that, that meeting, you know, and uh, he takes his uh, shirt off, okay, at his pulpit. He takes his shirt off and he gives it to me at the first meeting I ever meet him. He takes his shirt off at this and he gives it to me and uh, he asks for a t-shirt. He wears a t-shirt, he gives me a shirt. And then he says, look, I'm tired because he was sick. You know, he at that point he had cancer. And so he said, look, you need to take my place at the pool. And he gives me his place at the pool and he leaves and he says, you preach on Sunday. That's what happened. Wow. Yeah. So from that time, my life changed. That was an impartation. That was a huge impact. That's exactly what I saw. Did, now, did you know that when that happened? Like, yes, because... Were by, you knowing what was happening at yes, that moment? Yes, because by that time, you know, I'd met Pastor Neil. I'd been completely regenerated you know, stop the drugs, all that kind of stuff. Now I was a believer, you know? And uh, I remembered what I saw when I was on drugs, you know, the mantles will fall. Wow. And he, that's exactly what happened on the first day I met him. And my life was never the same again. I, I carried a huge mantle back home. And uh, yeah, so here we are now. Come on, yeah. man, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Because yeah. it's all about importation. Yes, it and, is. And yeah. I've realized with my own life that when I come into contact with someone that is operating in yes. something that I love, yeah. that is that is of God, yes. uh, and and I may not be working in the fullness of it. Yes. I just want to connect with them because yes, I right. realize that yes. I can, I can receive something from that's them. Right. Yes. I think one of the things about our generation that's different than the previous generations, yeah. and what I love about your ministry, and like sure. even as I, we've been connecting. Uh, the past couple of days yes. is that there's no competition. Yes, there's yes. not a spirit of competition. Right, like right. I'm going to show, all, I'm going to show exactly. you how yes. spiritual exactly. I am, right. or yeah, what I'm sure. carrying yeah. is better than what you're carrying. That's right. yeah, it's sure. like um, we're starting to see this, like uh, the unity That's right. of yeah. the spirit. Come on, and you were talking about that communion, even, yeah. e even yeah. tonight, but. Yeah. Um, that unity where we can glean from one another That's and right. drive each other to the like the next dimension. That's right. Like yeah. you step in and pioneer That's right. a certain manifestation. Yes. And I see that and I say, oh yeah. man, I want some yes. of that. Yes. And then I, you may see me do something. You're like, yes. oh, I want some of that. Yes. And it's right. like we all collectively are bringing the 100%. body of Christ into a greater dimension. Yeah, 100%, Charlie. I I, I truly believe that uh, when we see the glory in the saints, and that's why I'm preaching that today, uh, we, our eyes need to open to see the glory in each one of us. And when I see what you have and I say, wow, that's just awesome. I just love and honor what you have. And uh, that's the currency of heaven. Honor is the currency of heaven. You've got to seek honor at every time. And as we do that, and as the church starts acknowledging each other, even even the youngest one of us, the Holy Spirit doesn't have, uh, he, he, he doesn't graduate from year to year and become wiser every year. The Holy Spirit is given to the least of us, okay, has that full potential inside of it. And so the Holy Spirit is given to each person so that he'll bring out the best of that person. And so if I can see that, even if a guy is just born again one day, if I can discern 
the Spirit and does discerning of spirits. What is the Holy Spirit doing in this man's life? How, how powerful is this man? What is his greatest potential? Like, uh, you know, I was just talking of Jerry and Beth, and, you know, in Amish land. And uh, Jerry came to one of my five-day programs. And uh, I was able to see the, the power of God that is going to work through him. And just by seeing it, he... He didn't. He was not walking in miracles and signs or anything like that. But as I saw it, I said, "This, this can be yours." Today, he's w- walking. I think in more gold teeth in five months, more than any other guy I've met. And I met all the gold teeth guys. You're okay? right, yeah. right, right. Because now right. here's this guy who suddenly come from nowhere. Okay, from Amish land, and suddenly he's walking in more miracles. More, I think he's seen over a hundred. And we're talking about big crowns, you know, big. Right, right, right. Big, Not big little crowns. fillings. Yeah. No, we're no, talking no, no, about no, the no, full no. gold yeah, crown. We know this. We yeah, know yeah, this, yeah, we know it. We, we, we get excited when we see the big gold crown. Yeah, right? yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he's seen more more gold crowns than I think anyone. I mean, just just six months of life. So if I can see it in them, that's that's faith. Faith causes you to see Christ, the full potential of someone else. And man, if we all get to see that with, with each other we won't be going through the trouble we're going through. You right. know, just acknowledging each other with what we have. It's like, man, you're just awesome. I just love what you're carrying. Yeah. You know? And of course, then it rubs off on each one of us and then we move in it as well. Yeah. yeah. There are no secrets. If anyone tells you, and this is what's going on now with the prophetic, if anyone tells you, uh, and I, I, I dislike it, because if anyone tells you, oh, this is just a secret that has been passed down from father to a son to a father to a son, uh, it's a lie. You know, and uh, man, you know, they, they, Jesus democratized uh, the miraculous for everyone. That's right. Yeah. So there are no secrets. Right. Okay. The secret mysteries have been revealed. Right. Okay. And so. So that's so good because yeah. when you look at the Old Testament, yeah. you see the word secret, yes. secret, secret. Yes. But yes. then when you cross over in the New Testament, right. there's no secret. Yeah. It's, it's all mystery, it's mystery, unveiled. mystery. Unveiled. unveiled. Yeah. 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 Yeah, a mystery revealed, unveiled, right. the unveiling, right. continuous. So we can't be get, we can't be involved in that kind of uh, interpretation, or, or really, uh, our call has to be able to release what we have to everyone. We can. That's what Jesus did freely. Right. So I truly believe in 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 that uh, releasing to anyone. You don't. No one has to be someone's son. To uh, we're just all sons of God. <laughs> come, come on, on. come yeah. on. You don't, no one has to be anyone's son to get what you have. You know, who told you that? Read the New Testament, man. Yeah. yeah. It gets a little yeah. weird, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it, gets a, it gets a little strange, yeah. and, and I try to stay away from that stuff. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be my son if you want what I have. That's like, that's, that is not new. That is the old thing, and I can tell you there's a lot of control and manipulation that comes with it, and I even doubt the gifting if it comes with that kind of control. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, the other the other thing that I, I've I mean you probably will feel the same way, but when it comes to just operating out of the spirit realm, yeah. there are there are certain laws and there are certain things that, that operate all the time. Yeah. Whether it is of light or darkness. Yes. The difference is is the source of the manifestation where it's That's coming right. from. That's right. It's not the manifestation. Not at all. It's no. like the you know, you can see a witch doctor levitate off the ground, sure, but a saint can levitate off the exactly. ground as well. Exactly. So it's all about the source. Yes. And that's why I love just yeah. really when you get down to it not just loving signs and wonders, yes. but actually falling in love with the Word of God. That's right. 
and so and I mean, and obviously the Bible, the Word of God, but also yes. that the Rhema of God, yes. the yep. Living yeah. Christ that's that right. comes yeah. out of the Word yes. and touches us, that's impacts right. us. Yes, that's right. and and that's where I think our generation yes. really needs to get to yes. is falling more in love with the Word yes. than we do just even about manifestations. What yeah, do you yeah. think about that, man, Charlie? That's like that's where, where that's where the church, the new progressive move, is in trouble, uh, and it's in trouble because of. Uh, everything is so experiential, Charlie. Honestly, I mean, we have so many experiences, but in my messages, I'm hardly talking about uh, about experience. I'm talking about the word. Let's let's preach the word, and people go into experience. Right. You know, let's not talk about the experience uh, and and not give into the word. I'm not saying that we shouldn't talk about experiences. Of course, I talk about my experiences, but. I truly believe that it is the word that causes every miracle, every sign, every wonder, every experience, every vision, every dimension that you go in came first through knowledge, uh, through a revelation of Christ. So truly, like you say, not just the scriptures, not the, the ink thing, but the understanding of the word that comes out. And that's what causes every manifestation. So we need to we really need to get back. Yeah. We really need to get back to the source, which is the word. Right. Our, our God is the word God. Yeah. 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 And I mean, when you see it, I, I like what you're saying here, and not just talking about encounters or manifestations in our messages. Because yeah. I'll, I'll rarely ever talk about something that's happened. I'll, yeah. I'll kind of preface it in a yeah. story sure, while sure. I'm ministering if, it, if, it, if I'm led by the yes, Spirit. Yes, but yeah. always going back to the Word. Yes. Always going back to the Word. Yes, and sure. it's interesting because some people will be like, man, I just wish you would tell us more experiences right, or exactly, stories exactly, or pop yeah. something off. Yes, exactly. But what they don't understand is a lot of times I'll be like in the midst of my preaching sure. and then boom, then that switch, there's like a switch right? because right. The, the word is energizing the spirit now That's right. and driving forth manifestations right. instead right. of the, you know, the other way around right. where we're just trying to pop things yeah. off. Yes. You know, it, it's like the word is always priority. And yeah. then out of that comes the manifestation because it's yes. the testimony, yes. you know, of yes. what you've just literally ministered on. That's right. Begins That's right. to come down in the room. That's right. The revelation of Jesus Christ or the testimony is the spirit of prophecy that causes those things to happen. So nothing happens without a revelation, you know. And so people want all the miracles, the signs, the wonders, and they don't understand it came through a revelation. Right. Get the revelation. Once you get the revelation, that that becomes easy. So, yeah, so people run behind, even, even I, I tell even with impartation, Charlie, I said, if you want to get a good impartation from someone, understand what he understands, then get him to lay hands. Right, get the word. Yeah. What, get, he, what he is carrying yeah. in, the, in the source of the word. Yes, if and you then get him to lay hands. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because the laying hands is important, okay? But sometimes you can lay hands, you can release an impartation on someone, and it's like a shallow cup, you see? But the word engraves the cup and really makes the cup deep. Okay, so if I know what you know about those things and I get the word on it from you because you have a word on it, then my cup becomes deep. Okay, so then I say, now, Charlie, lay your hands on me. Now, so a lot of people come for a conference and say, lay your hands on me, I want what you have. Okay, I was like, oh, you know, but you, it's better if you have the word on it right. and then come back again and I lay hands. It will, it's the impartation that will last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I will always go behind a man's revelation first before anything else. And once I've, I've understood what is the revelation he has on his, why is he moving in his authority? There's, there's, we, we, we perish because of lack of knowledge. So once I get the knowledge on it, then I say, now lay your hands on me and you'll see that I'd grow in it. And, yeah. and it'll be sustained. 
you know, because of the word. Right. Yeah. Don't you don't you feel like uh, words are also impartational? Yes. So it's a lot of times people are just saying hands, hands, yes, hands, yes, sure. but they sure. don't recognize words that. Words of spirit and life. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So yeah. actually, you know, that verse right there when Jesus yeah. says, my words are spirit and yes. life, it's Harper. actually the word is like spiritual genes yes. Yes. that form up things. Yes, 100%, Charlie. I mean, yeah, the laying on of hands is uh, is a symbolic right of passing in a fa- inheritance from a father to a son. So, uh, but with the laying of hands comes the words of the blessing. So, yeah, we, the righteousness of faith speaks, and right. that's what we do, we speak, and things happen, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and everything's about life. Yes, everything's about lasting life. Yeah, yeah. Incorruptible, undefiled, yes. yeah. a life that does not fade away. Yeah, yeah. which is easily found in the scripture. It is everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you can't get away from it. <laughs> no, no, the more you find Jesus, the more you find life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So how did how did you first start getting that revelation? Well, in, I I got that revelation from Prophet Kobus, you know, because I was a martyr, you know, I'm I'm from Sri Lanka, so to know Jesus in Sri Lanka is uh, is a decision that you make that you if you're going to start preaching Jesus in Sri Lanka, your your church can get burned down, you can get shot, you can die. So I was in the underworld in the mafia, and I was anywhere ready to die for my friends, the people, and things that I believed in at that time. So when I met Jesus. You see, I was suicidal. I was wanting to kill myself or kill someone else. So when I met Jesus, I found a good cause to die for. So for me, the gospel meant, hey, you know what? You believe in Jesus? And so I was uh, rabid or crazy about going out and preaching the word. You know, I was just going out, telling the word to everyone. I didn't care whether they would kill me for it, you know? So I, my, my greatest glory was I had one, someone's going to shoot me one day and I'm going to die for Jesus. Okay, and so that's, that's why I believe. I, I, that's why I started believing, till I met Prophet Kobus. So I was like a, uh, the most reluctant immortalist, because mm. when he preached immortality to me, it was like bad news, because as, and as he started saying, no, you know, you got a commandment from God now, and it's to live. You're supposed to live. You know, the thief came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give life, life abundantly. And for me, I was like, man, that is right. I can see it in the doctrine. But I can see it in the Bible, but it's bad news because I, I, I wanted to die for Christ. Mm. And so I came into immortality kicking and screaming, not because I didn't believe in it, because I saw it, but that's not what I want to do. I was a doer, I was zealous. I wanted to work for it. I, want, I couldn't accept the, the gift that was given to me. And I found out that I wasn't a believer truly, one who wants to work for it. Like Peter said, I will die for you. He says, just shut up and receive me because I came to give life to you. Mm. You know, and so the the New Testament is about life. You can't run away from it. Yeah. And, you know, I I still, I mean, I'm, I'm ready. I can still go back home from America, right? <laughs> you know, uh, just before I came, you know, two of our churches got burned down and closed down and there were issues, you know. Um, they weren't burned down, but they were closed down. You know, so uh, threatened to burn down and stuff like that. So, uh, but uh, I'm still ready to die. But the funny thing now is that uh, I can try dying, okay? I'm not saying I'm immortal, but uh, people who believe this kind of thing, uh, uh, I think they have a better chance of uh, uh, a bullet bouncing off or uh, a sickness not prevailing over you or uh, an accident not uh, taking its toll over you. Uh, And uh, Jesus says, anyone who believes, all things are possible. And so we have to reach out to the high standard of the word instead of bringing the word standard down to our uh, 
capability to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's something interesting, Charlie. Um, I know when you preach immortality, people like uh, think, well, that's, you know, do you, do you really believe it? And honestly, if I really believed it, I'll be glorified now. So I have to say that maybe I don't really believe it. Right. I mean, Prophet Kobe is the guy who preached it, died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but if we, it, I feel yeah. like if we don't preach. Ah, so I don't preach it. See, everything comes by faith, correct? So right. So if we don't preach it. How can faith rise? Right. Yeah. So is there, is there a way, can I, can I learn to believe more in it? Sure. I think I have a whole lifetime to learn to believe more in it. Uh, so help my unbelief. But one thing I can tell you is it's in the word. Right. Doctrinally, it's there. So whether you believe it or not, just right. let's, uh, let's all agree that it's there. Okay. And then let's say, Lord, now, Lord, help us to believe this. And I am there. I'm, and, and, and with a little bit I'm believing, I'm just seeing, we're seeing change. Yeah. In our physiology, in our ministry, in everything. The, right. The little that I have understood it and tried to apprehend it, Charlie. So even in your nation, though, hundred percent, hundred percent, huge, huge. This, this is really. Uh, t- today we have um, in Sri Lanka, we have per capita, uh, the most amount of pastors who believe in immortality is in Sri Lanka. Wow. Per capita, we have six hundred eighty churches under us, wow. and we preach it openly. Wow. Yeah. I think, and I think, you know, immortality goes beyond just the longevity of physical life in the sense yeah. of your body. Yeah. Now, we know in yeah. 1 Corinthians 15 yeah. that there is going to be a generation, yes. it's undeniable, yes. that it is not going to taste death. Yes. I just believe that we are that generation. Yes. That's, That's the right. issue. That's right. That's so, issue, yeah. That's so right. unless we preach it and we yeah. start to like go after it, we won't see it. That's all right, John. But what you're saying is yeah. so powerful in that you're seeing life yes. springing out yes. of your nation. Yes. And and there is a power yes. from preaching yes. the life of the gospel yes. that is coming into your country. Yes. That's right. Now, you talked last night about how your church kind of started yes. and God told you this this certain number yes. that you were going to have until you opened up the That's doors. Right. I yeah. want you to talk about that because yeah. your community is a prototype of yes. what I believe we're going to see Amen. just across the board because it's more than just a church. Amen. It's a community of believers. Amen. It's an ecclesia. It's yes. like a governmental, yes. Yes. you know, yes. uh, um, uh, delegation yes, that's yeah, happening. Yeah. It's a, I, that's at least from looking it's from the outside. It's a microcosm that that can be replicated. Uh, and uh, I'm not in no way uh, or form am I saying that we've got a perfect model going on. I, d- I don't know whether anyone does have a perfect model going on. Uh, but I can tell you that uh, God has done something really awesome because one thing is that uh, when we started church, because of the revelations and because of the crazy miracles, Sri Lankan churches, you know, they are they're hell bent on on uh, heaven or hell. They have no concept of dominion on the earth. You know, so when we started preaching this kind of stuff, they thought that like, okay, these guys are cultists, something like that. And we're like, oh, you know, uh, that is an enemy. Don't you understand that that is an enemy? It's not a savior. Do you un- do you understand that the <laughs> father's heart was that we should never die? You mm-hmm. know. Uh, and this kind of stuff, it was alien, you know, so many years ago to, to get into that department. And so when we started preaching this, uh, because the church itself, had, there was so much persecution from the, the, the main churches that were there. And they were charismatic, tongue-talking churches. Okay. Wow, so they, they believed in the, like, the gifts of the Spirit, all this they stuff. They believed in the gifts of the Spirit, but they, they were like, they couldn't understand righteousness by faith, that God came to f- really forgive and set us apart and uh, 
unto his glory. They couldn't understand that. And they didn't understand transformation into the likeness. You know? mm. They couldn't understand that either. So we were, they were tongue-talking, but they were steeped in religion. Uh, uh, and some of them are still are. Uh, but so at that time, we had a lot of persecution from the churches. And we didn't have a license because all these main churches, they had a license. They inherited a license 50 years ago. But with the new persecution with the Buddhists and stuff like that, they're not giving this bureaucratic persecution in Sri Lanka up to now. They don't give a license for the church. Mm. Okay, it's already, they call it a democracy. You can't exactly go and say, hey, I want to start a church. You can't. They don't give a license. Okay. Uh, so we were very vulnerable at that time. We didn't have support from our own brothers. Wow. Because they believed that we were out. And then we started getting persecuted from the Buddhists and stuff like that. And we started getting investigated from the government as well. And our church was closed down like in a day because the government came and took it. So that whole, that pressure of that caused us to have a discipleship group. So we closed the doors because we didn't have a license to have the church. So it's a closed door. And we didn't want different people to come. So we didn't want a mixed multitude, Charlie. The Bible says a mixed multitude caused problems. Mm. So it was discipleship for nearly seven years. So you come to the door, you show your invitation. And if you have an invitation, you come in. Mm. Okay. And so till the first 300, the Lord said, you keep it like that. And afterwards, open it up. I'm going to give you the ability to open it up. That means, I don't know how. Maybe you'll have a license. Something's going to happen. Right. And so, so you're teaching the word to these so guys. I'm, teaching, I'm, I'm building strong with the first with 150, the, 250, 275, waiting for the the number. That you know? God had told you, 300. Yeah, 300, yeah. And I knew when 300 comes, something's going to happen. And so on the seventh year, we hit 300. Okay, now we're talking of 300 disciples, and that's what's beautiful. Right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. When you say disciples, you're not just talking about like just normal church people that come, when, when you hit the number like 300, we're no. like, woo, that's no, gonna no. solve they, it. We've got you, there much faster. You're talking yeah. about, yeah, you're talking about people that are walking seven and years living. of training, okay? Walking in the doctrines, understanding the doctrines, okay? That is why it is impossible now to dilute it from us because the foundation has been so strong, so set. It's impossible. If, if Literally, if someone comes and preaches the wrong thing, they'll, they'll say, ah, that's that's off. That's not that's not life. They've, they've got the doctrines of life they in the New Testament fully. And so there's no mixed multitude. And at 300, um, we, Kobus and I, Junior, once his father passed, we went to India just before he hit the 300 number. We went to India and uh, there was a bishop, uh, Bishop Paul T. Maran, uh, 20,000 churches in India. Just imagine that, huh? 20,000 churches. Literally, he, he, the government like seeks itself because he has a water base. Anytime they want votes in, they call him and he can mobilize votes. So wow. he came for one of our meetings. He gave his church to us. And uh, we had a phenomenal meeting. Uh, we wanted only 3,000 people, but people were jumping up from the walls. There were 8,000, 10,000 people coming in. And uh, Kobus and Bruce Milner, really awesome guy. We were in there and there, were, there was a guy brought in there one year completely in a coma, brought in in ambulance, raised up. You know, uh, signs and wonders took place. Money started coming in people's wallets. And Bishop Paul Timarin is sitting there on his big chair, you know, watching all this with his old garden and the whole thing. And he saw that and he's like, you know, he was nodding all the way. And and um, at the time I hit 300, he sends me a letter on my birthday. And at the same time, it was my birthday as well. And he said, you know, I've been following after your teachings. Now, he's, look, guess what teachings is looking, uh, following after, you know. He said, I've been following after your teachings. And I want to tell you that the teachings that you have are the teachings 
for the New Testament church. And these are the teachings for the end time church. And that's the language he uses, you know, because that he's old school. Okay? Right, right. So he says, these are the teachings for the end time church. The bride needs these teachings. And he's talking of life, lasting life. He's wow. the bishop of 20,000 churches. And he says, I want to come and see you and I want to appoint you as the bishop for uh, the Indian National Apostolic Diocese. Now, here's a guy who is completely radical, would never think of bearing a collar. Uh, like, don't understand the concept. Don't know, know what a diocese looks like. Yeah. Okay. That's don't, you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like the language that sounds like that. Okay. Don't like the word bishop or anything like that. Right. Because you're totally I'm new. I'm completely progressive. New wave. <laughs> I'm new wave. I'm like, are you crazy? Dude? But then I, I said, look what the Lord is doing. He said, crazy. Like, he, and he said, you can come to my country, change my whole syllabus for my transgression churches, get grace in, get life in, and all that. I was like, what an opportunity. Right. Right. And so he comes down and he comes down, he literally when he comes down, you must understand the guy when when the guy like you see he has one point two, 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 three million people under him. So what happens is when he comes when he moves, I mean countries, nations move. So when he come to he came to ordain me, and so at my ordination, the prime minister of my country was a Buddhist prime minister, okay, uh, comes into the ordination service. Wow. Okay, while I'm being ordained. And tells us that uh, that uh, he, he, he the prime minister in the country never ever ever for never ever come into a charismatic service ever. Wow. Been not and now is this this is seven years after the government no, has yeah. shut you down. Yeah. And yeah. now here comes yeah. the, prime the prime minister of the, of the entire yes. nation. Yes. To see you. Yeah. But now we hit the three hundred, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, and he comes in and he says and he says you know what I want you guys to. Uh, we have a whole lot of free churches in Sri Lanka. It's underground. No one knows who they are. We want you to see whether you can bring them under one umbrella. And he literally gives me the, the two things happen at one time. The spiritual authority is given at one time to the bishop. With the same time, simultaneously, the governmental authority is given at the same time. And he says, we want you to, to see who the free churches are. We want you to be able to manage them under one umbrella. Can you do that? And the next day, the headlines in the, in the, in the papers in Sri Lanka, all free churches come under one umbrella, the Apostolic Diocese under Bishop Kirby Delanro. Wow, wow. Like, come on, man. It that just happened amazing. in one moment. And all our enemies, like uh, the, the guys who've been there for 50 years, like what the heck? Who, how did he get government authority? No one understands it. Honestly, we, I don't understand it. It's just that that's what happens when you start getting into the new. Right. The new core. The, the new brings authority. It is the government of God. It is the ecclesia, like you said. Yeah. And from that time onwards, we've been... I'm and that authority has to flow out of revelation. Yes. So God was building that revelation in you and then building it in your... In, yes. in your in the guys that you were connected with yes. for seven years yes. and, until it was fully birthed out yes. and what, what you're seeing now. That's right. That's right. So now we have 680 churches under us. Uh, we went to 600 churches in nine months. We have 680 churches under us, and uh, we have Bible schools. We're training them. I mean, I'm living my dream, man, because I'm getting all the progressive, the most progressive word, okay, into these guys who have who were so legalistic. They were, I mean, you don't understand. They are, I mean, this is India, Sri Lanka. Women sit on one side, men sit on one side in some of these churches. But they, guess what? They're getting grace. They're getting righteousness by faith. They're getting lasting life. You're not supposed to die. They're getting the most progressive stuff. Like wow. truly God chose the most destitute, the Nazareth of the Nazareths to suddenly bring something from. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we're just loving what is going on right now. And 
look, it takes a long time. I'm not saying if you come back home, you're going to say it's like, are you sure? Are you serious? These guys look still legalistic because they still, you know, wear white to take their shoes off before going to churches. But that, don't don't see the natural. See what God is doing because. Uh, trust me, you, in, before long, you're going to see these guys in the fullness of their glory. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you're spe- you're speaking life into, you know, not just the churches, but do you feel like life is literally beginning to uh, manifest in the very soil of the country sure. and in 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 the wealth of the nation sure. and in, in in like people's lives? Hundred percent. So how how is that happening with with like people that are going yeah. to your to to um, your church and sure, everything? Sure. So so Charlie, uh, uh, for because because of the persecution in a Buddhist country, eighty five percent Buddhist Sri Lanka. Huh? So uh, my my grandfather was a Methodist priest. Okay, my uh, five hundred years ago when the Delanros, my family came to Sri Lanka, they came. They left. He was a lord in uh, in France who left his lordship and his full estate because he didn't want to become a Catholic, okay? And he married Adolfi's daughter, left all that, and came to Sri Lanka because he was Protestant, to protect Protestantism. And when he came as a Protestant, even at that time, uh, when Catholicism was coming to Sri Lanka, and I'm not agreeing with it, but he used to, he used to protect the renewal. And there are historical journals that says, what is this new religion you're spreading? He says, this is the renewing I'm spreading. Okay, so 500 years after here comes uh, his ancestor, uh, Kirby Delanroll, who is still protecting the renewal. Okay, is, the church is being transformed every single day, but um, the way we protect it is not by going out and giving tapes and leaflets and you know the old way of getting the message out. I truly believe that the church has to be the solution to a nation. So if we can be the solution to our community, and I teach our churches to be the solution, so uh, literally, it's not about us going out onto the roads and spreading uh, the gospel. Uh, gone are the days you can tell some, someone Jesus loves you and they're going to say, yes, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay, Do You need to be able to show them a solution and say, give them a solution. And when they see the solution, they're like, hey, this is really good stuff. Where do you get this technology from? Where do you get this stuff from? Like, well, we are believers and we have a different dimension and realm that we're coming from. And so the, that's how the kingdom should advance. So in Sri Lanka, uh, every sector is being impacted. Believe me when I tell you, from uh, the architectural sector to the fashion sector to the travel sector to the hotel sector, uh, every sector we've got probably uh, the tea sector, you name it. We the governmental sectors, we've got uh, people who are really the best. So what we tell people is, you just through the excellence that is of the spirit, do the best you can do in your nation. Serve the people the best you can. And when you serve the people, they fall in love with Jesus. Okay, so, and how do you serve a people? Well, if I'm, a, uh, if I'm an engineer, then just be the best engineer and serve the people through being the best engineer. And that's ex- exactly what's happening. So people are coming to the church because truly we uh, are, uh, the, the, it's not, it's, it's solution-based ministry. It's not conversion-based. Mm. Our church has gone away from the conversion-based model. We're not interested in converting people. We're just interested in being a solution to their lives. Mm. And of course, we're realizing that people come to Jesus. Right. You know that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you're creating a kingdom culture, like yes. a kingdom yes. community. Yes. And instead of like just church, you're releasing the kingdom. Yes. And you're just taking over in every sector. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Wow. And the taking over is to be the greatest servant. How do I, how do I be the greatest servant in that sector? And uh, the best kings who, who will serve the sector. 
and that's the that's the way we yeah that's the way we're growing and yeah it's it's great man it's, it's great when we do it in in it becomes easy More. when you do it in in the kingdom model honestly it was not meant to be hard right okay. there's persecution of course and that comes with come on that comes right right if you can't take persecution don't get involved in this business right you know you'll get it from all sides but that that doesn't make it hard yeah it, it the the provision is there man yeah yeah and and so these guys are coming into the meetings getting miracles, miracles. words of knowledge are yeah. happening 100% we we prophesy to every government that comes in from uh, government leaders from both sides whether the prime ministers the presidents we, we prophesy over them all mm. ministers cabinet ministers senators uh, we've been doing that for a long time yeah. wow yeah, wow absolutely. and they 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 hunger for prayer they the government leaders are hungry whether they're buddhists or hindus or whatever they are hungry to uh, to know you know and they when they see we compete and contend with the best witches and the best uh, warlocks and the best uh, uh, you, uh, astrologers and the best uh, you can you know clairvoyants or what do you want to call them right we we are better than them all yeah we we give more pre- we give better uh, predictions on elections than all of them yeah come on that just the last election everyone every one of the president's guys got it wrong wow all his astrologers got it wrong except for us come on yeah Yeah, and that's just flowing out of intimacy with the Lord, intimacy sure. with the word. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Cuz the thing that's supernatural apart from intimacy with Christ is 100%, you know 100%. Flows out of yeah. divination if you're not if yeah, you're not yeah, careful, 100%, you know. 100%, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Sure. Cuz it's all about the word, right? I yeah. mean, that's that's the whole message. You're, yes. you're 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 finding the revelation in the word. Yeah. And then you're you're imparting that into the people and yes. now they're going into like every facet of society yes. and they're living out of that word yes so yeah yeah, yeah. it's awesome it's all uh, it's awesome Charlie. you should come i i think i need <laughs> to get over there go on now <laughs> so man so um you're we're talking about the word do you you get so energized in the spirit yeah yes i mean like we're done we're what time is it it's it's like 12:16 i'm not even tired up stay up to like 3:00 yeah, yeah, in the morning right. yeah, yeah, yeah. but but what happens that's that's glory people feel like that yeah yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so talking about that yeah. with with like paul said there's a superhuman energy that god mightily enkindles within me this nice. energia yeah energy that yeah. god yeah just begins to work through nice, yeah. uh and you begin to live out of that word yes. what what happes for you I yeah mean, you know the aramaic translation of one corinthians uh uh one uh explains it like this it says the message of the cross is foolishness for those who are perishing but to us who believe it is the uh energy of elohim come on yeah. and so that word energy actually uh, has been used for the holy spirit today so they use dynamis but they use energy a lot as well so i think uh, understanding why they would would change it from dynamics to energy in certain places that right there itself there's something there right okay so uh, and uh, then we get into the uh, today quantum uh, science is uh, really baffled scientists scientists themselves don't know what to do with it um i think they're trying to get, uh, do away with quantum mechanics at, at the moment the whole scientific community mm. are trying to get away because there's a lot of stuff there that that uh, scientists themselves don't really understand and it comes down to uh, a relative faith of an observer uh, and uh, it doesn't have to be necessarily a human observer but any time something is observed uh, there's a wave function collapse you know 
And so uh, we've understood that uh, we are all energy and matter comes from uh, invisible energy. But that's, all, that's in the Bible. You know, right. We don't need scientists to explain this. It says the world is a frame from the word of God, you know, bringing things from the invisible to the visible. I mean, right there, you've got your quantum mechanics, you know. Right. right. And then now quantum mechanics is now put out a new one called retrocausality. And retrocausality is really interesting, Charlie. Retrocausality means they're saying now that the future uh, influences the present. Okay, and quantum mechanics, that's, that's the biggest problem in quantum mechanics at the moment. Like retrocausality, the future influences the present, the future influences the past. And so, but now again, the Bible says that he said it is finished. And before the foundations of the world, it was finished. Okay, and so therefore our future now influences everything we do. So that means the, the glory that is in the future influences everything that I am now. It's already done. I'm already glorified. It's already finished. Eternity has been already done for me. So the Christian understands retrocausality more than the scientists because we've been understanding that for a long time. Right, you know? right. And they're just coming into this stuff now. So it, it just it just fascinates me how science, uh, you know, is just continuously proving what we spiritual people have known for a long time. Yeah, and operating yeah. out of that because the glory is really frequency, sound, light. So, yeah. yeah, no space, no time. You right. were teaching on that today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no space, no time is something that we understand anyway. It's there. Yeah, so now they're finding that kind of stuff out and the fabric of time like you're talking today, you know, yeah. how, it, how, it, how it bends. And yeah, so yeah. So I think we'll be good uh, physicists if we, if, we, if we jump into it because it's innate. You know, it's, it, by nature, we are physicists. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And words, they're finding out that words create matter. Yeah. So yeah. isn't that what prophecy is? Right, shall I tell you something interesting about prophecy? Come on, yeah. come on, you see? do it. And I'll bring it in a quantum level. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, you see, uh, because we have to understand that, uh, it, so our future is 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 it is there in potential form, okay? It's there in waveform, okay? It just has to materialize. So uh, when you understand uh, whatever the form is in the future, when the prophet sees, it is, observe, it, it, it is what you call uh, observer effect, okay? So when the prophet sees the future. So that's why we say we, it, we, if you see it, okay, you can have it. Or if you see, say, if you see someone's accident, say they're about to have an accident and you see it like you're going to have an accident in their vehicle two months from now and a prophet sees it, just imagine the, the, it, the observer changes how the thing materializes. Just by you seeing it, it changes the way that it will materialize. Okay, because observer effect is as you see it, it changes. You cannot. You have when the 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 observer has direct uh, influence over how this thing is going to materialize. That's the quantum understanding of things. So just understand, if you are a prophet and you see the future of something, you can either make it collapse or you can call it, cause it to materialize, depending on how you see it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and it's like I always say that prophecy is co-creating the future with God. Yes. Whereas, like somebody that moves out of the psychic realm, yep. doesn't necessarily have the ability to create. Right. No. They can only see That's what is going right. to come through That's familiar right. spirit. Right. But a prophet has the ability to, to not, yeah, yeah, not just to say, "Hey, this is going to happen to That's you," right. but actually you speak it. it. Yeah. 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 yeah, That's why it's, it's how we see it. So if I see things through the lens of grace, I can change it. You know. But if I see through the lens of the law, it's like as good as uh, witchcraft, as as good as a, uh, a clair warrant, because they can't change it. Because the law means everything's going to go into entropy and die, and you you get what you deserve. Mm. But if a grace prophet sees it, 
you don't get what you deserve. Right. Even if you see something coming as he sees it, you're free of it. Wow. He sees, he sees it in faith and it changes the dynamic of how it is going to materialize. Yeah. Because he's framing it up. Yeah, he's framing it up and as he sees it, he sees it with eyes of lenses of love and uh, the fullness of it. We'll be known, so he says now, when love is fully matured, we will be known as we are known by God. Yeah. So a grace power always sees a person in his greatest potential. Yeah. So it also depends on who's. Yeah. So I mean, that knowing is an epigenosco, yeah, which right, is yeah. the highest form right, of revelatory knowledge. knowledge. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you move out of love and compassion. Yes. Out of love and compassion, and seeing continuously being able to see something in faith, you know, in in that hope, changes things. I mean, when you look at people that it changes people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what Jesus moved out of compassion. That's right. Love. Yeah. yeah. You saw yeah. the fullness. Right. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's good. That's it's so good. good. It's so good. Because you frame everything up. So yes. that's what you're doing right now, yes. and even in your country. Like, yes. you're framing it up yes. the way it's going to be in the future. Yes. Yes. Sure. I've seen it, man. I've seen it, you know. I thank God that I've seen it. So we're just going towards something God has already established, you know. And uh, it's, it's materializing, man. I'm glad, and I invite uh, whoever listens, come see. Uh, like you say, you know, I, I, my heart is that it becomes a model for the new. Mm. You know, that Sri Lanka will become a model for the new. Uh, it's such an obscure place, you know, all the way in the Indian Ocean, a little island, and here we got a revival going uh, with life and immortality and stuff like that, and um, I just, uh, I'm amazed. I'm yeah. Amazed, Charlie. Yeah, we get, I got caught into this grace you know, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And you move out of that where you get so energized by the presence of God that you, you don't even have to physically eat sometimes. I don't eat as much as normal people, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the time I was, uh, I ate seven times for 10 months or something like that, yeah. Mm. That's when the National Geography got me. Um, but, uh, yeah, but we eat about uh, Monday to Friday 300, 300 to 600 calories a day. Uh, but we run, you know, we, uh, we do five kilometers a day, uh, bus about a thousand calories a day. I'm a triathlete, you know, I'm taking part in Ironman and did it last year, just a couple of months ago. So someone needs to ask where the energy comes from. And of course now scientists are realizing that there is uh, energy that man did not know about and it wasn't carbs, that's for sure. Right, yeah. right. So they're realizing that now. And so they, they have different terms. They call it ketosis. Uh, and now they understand autophagy, which is the cells itself and proteins. But you can go beyond that. You can go into the endocrine Endocrine energy is what I call all the happy hormones, serotonin, dopamine, neuroepinephrine, all the happy hormones. Right. No one checks out how much energy the happy hormones give us when we get drunk, you know. Like, we don't feel hungry because we are just like happy. How the heck do you get happy? Because of the joy. And so no one checked how many, you don't, it doesn't necessarily give you calories, but there's energy that comes that you don't need to eat. Why do we, uh, in the glory, we just, we just get happy and then we don't eat? Why? Because we already got energy. So someone needs to check how many calories that is, I don't know. You know, what fuel that can be called when the happy hormones come on you. And then you go beyond that into what I call photonic or there's, there's an exchange of light and energy that we are in. And then there is uh, literally things that we can't explain in the spirit. I don't even want to frame it into a scientific thing because right. that's where you start going astray when you can't explain God as the glory that hits you and you're like, wow, what the heck is this? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, so there's so many types of energy that men do not know and I think scientists will not be able to explain it in the fullness. But at least they're they realizing that 
there are different ways the man gets energy and it's not exactly through food. Right. So once that hits you, then you don't always go to ingesting food for energy. There are better and cleaner ways. For instance, happy hormones is a much cleaner way yeah. uh, of energy than, than food. And then like spiritual food, like, you know, like yeah. when Moses and the 70 elders went up yeah. and yeah. started feasting. That's right. That's and right. then they, you know. Yeah. Moses comes down, yeah, right. his face is glowing. That's right. The, yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, many times angels have fed us many, many. many on our five-day program, angels feed people all the time. Uh, it's uh, one of the features of five-day program. So talk about that for a minute, your five-day so, program. The five-day program is basically to, peop- to get people reprogrammed out of the, the physical uh, reality that they're having into a spiritual reality. So one of the spiritual realities is that you will eat much less, you know, because... Once the spiritual becomes your reality, your necessity for the natural things go uh, become less. So the fire program is that, and uh, so angels feed uh, feed feed people. They start eating the word. The, uh, the word literally, Charlie, is carrying a frequency of uh, agape. You know, it's uh, it's pure love, and and uh, like you see in the meetings, at our meetings we have phone batteries being charged. So, yeah. Uh, just understand, just just just. When to, to wrap our heads around that, we preach the word, and like today, like people's batteries were getting charged. So every that a battery has cells, cells, okay, liquid crystal displays. Right, <laughs> right. We are right, okay. So if if the if the cells in a phone can get charged when the word is preached, just imagine what is happening to our cells. So we are not realizing that we're eating. You know, we're not realizing that we're getting energized. We think the only t- way we get energized is if we put something into our mouth. And that's just not the way at all. Even our suns collect light. You know, we have the scientists say the mitochondria. You know, the more you look at the sun, S U N, the sun of righteousness will arise with healing in its wings. It says, and it says that the cells have the ability. Uh, scientists really understand now. The cells in your eyes. You know, they say uh, the mitochondria it passes your blood goes through your your eyes. You know, and um, your whole uh, body. Someone did a study on it, and I said in I think in uh, half an hour, something like every blood cell goes through the vessels in your eyes, okay? And it's half an hour to see a sunset and a sunrise, you know? And so they say if you if you look at the sun, it just starts depositing, you know, sun power, sun power. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You know, so we don't need to ingest food through our mouth to get energy. You know, that's a fallacy. <laughs> and... Uh, and so just imagine when you're in the glory, what kind of energy you're drawing, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what happened to Enoch and, right. and Elijah. Right. And even even Moses. Right. Because, uh, you know, when, when Satan came and contended for the body of Moses, yeah. not one of his cells had bro- been broken down. That's right. Because he had so much glory on that's it. That's right. The flesh was, right. was, was, you yeah. know. Being quickened. In the spirit. Yeah. Exactly. So the words are spirit, right? You said the words are spirit and life. So, the, so if the cells of the phones can get charged when the word's coming, come on, we need to change our mind when the word is coming. It can't be a cognitive affair. It means it is a physical, biological affair that's happening. When the word is preached, it's a physical thing. You are receiving life. And if you if you go into that with that kind of mindset, just imagine what can happen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. And preaching this stuff, I mean, all this stuff is new. Yeah. So like when people are when, <laughs> like, like like people may be listening to us now like, like what the heck are they talking about? But you know the the new keep listening and it'll come on you. Is it, isn't it interesting though? Yeah. I mean, I, I was talking to my wife yeah. the other day about this. Like fifteen years ago, the word glory 
Yeah. If you were to preach on glory, just yes. anything glory, yes, yeah. people would totally freak <laughs> out. Right. Okay. Now yeah. it's like Agnes, across yeah. the charismatic sure. stream, sure. glory. Yeah. You know, the word yes. glory. Yeah, sure. But now it's like it's like we're 2.0, 3.0, yeah. like pioneering something yeah. new. Yes, and people sure. are going like, whoa, these guys are talking about immortality. Yes, They're right. talking yeah. about not eating. Frequencies. They're talking yeah. about frequencies, lights. Yeah. Yeah. You Conscience. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but isn't it, it's yeah. crazy because like everything is based in the word. Yeah. So what I think really drives people like, yeah. uh, like drives the religious spirit crazy yeah. in a sense yeah. is that, yeah, if we weren't f- like, uh, that's right. Yeah, Basically, founding yeah. everything in exactly. the word. Exactly. Exactly. That then they, they, they could they, say yeah. they could just claim, oh, yeah. these guys are New Agers. Yeah, that's right. Yes. They're they're, <laughs> yeah. they're you know moving out sure. of familiar yeah. spirits or whatever. Yeah. Sure. But it's like so much scripture, that's right. That's right, so yeah. many layers right, yeah. of scripture yes, yeah. that it's like undeniable. Yes. 100%, you know, hundred percent. That's the thing, Charlie. You know, that's why I say with anyone who's jumping on you, get into the word, because truly. Because what it's going to take to be able to sustain yourself in the new, and uh, wh- what is coming needs a, is is a literal transition of the wineskin that is happening to the church. So stay in the word because when this is coming, if you're not in the word, that's well. Do I agree that people can get deviated? I do. Are there are there, are there false prophets? There are Charlie false prophets. There are truly people who really fake the whole thing, but. Uh, but that is the real thing. And how would you know if you are the real thing is if you are in the Word. Right. Okay. And uh, every, every manifestation uh, that uh, people are experiencing today in the body of Christ, uh, it is so important to be able to, to, like you say, if it's in the Word, no matter who, who you are, just, it's your, you, just, you don't have to believe it. Just acknowledge that it's there. Believing is something else where we can't have a real conversation about this because we are not asking anyone to believe anything. Okay, I can't make anyone believe. Okay, just the acknowledgement in truth. Okay, I see it. That's all. The Holy Spirit will do the rest. Mm. Okay, the problem is people don't want to be in truth about what is really in the Word. You know, as they said, okay, it's there, but you know what? I don't know about I, I don't know. I believe it. That's fine. And then let the Holy Spirit, He is the convictor. He's yeah. the one who can do that. You know? Yeah, because yeah. revelation has to come in order for people to see it. Yeah. Like yeah. you can you can preach it, but their eyes have to be open right. to see yeah. exactly what yes. is there. Yes. Sure. That's a lot of times people are pre programmed by scripture. Yes. Where they've they've lived so much out of the old yes. that when you bring this paradigm of something that's new. Yes. And although it's like right there, yeah, they take they, it the same way. They, yeah, it's like yeah. they have to continuously hear it, hear it over and over yes. and over and over and yes. over again, yeah, because their mind has to be renewed, yes. reprogrammed. Yes, yeah. I think the best way, Charlie, to do it is to keep hearing, keep hearing, keep hearing, keep hearing. That's what happened to us. I just started hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, and the more I started hearing, suddenly things started changing. So you, we might, you might not get it in the beginning, but keep, keep listening. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. come on. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Well, will you pray for people tonight? Yes, I'd love just to. That I'd, are listening. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. And so when I'm praying right now, I'm just expecting anyone who's listening, no matter what time, because you might listen to this now or you might listen to it one year down the line, but no, there's no time and space in the glory. So when I'm 
speaking right now it's a now word for now okay and and uh, and uh, uh, just be open to to say god you know what i'm i'm just ready to receive what i've just heard some some awesome things some things i understand some things i don't understand but lord just keep me in the new one of our prayers fear and i pray this it's a, a, cons- a constant prayer is uh, keep us in the new keep god keep me in the new don't ever let me get old because before we know it charlie we could be that old guy you know there could be young guys who would point out at us and say these guys are in the old you know and, yeah. and we 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 need to be humble enough to say hey god lord you know keep us in the new always you know because we don't want to be that guy who like suddenly suddenly before we know get all wine we're looking at the new yeah and we're saying yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you know and we're saying what is this i don't <laughs> yeah, know about yeah, this yeah, exactly you know and so lord always give us eyes to see and ears to hear and a humility when we see it in a word to be able to acknowledge it uh, uh, let us not be like the people in the desert uh, uh, who could not enter in God keep us in the new it's a constant prayer so I'd like to pray that over people right now that their eyes will open father right now in Jesus name lord you've said you you it, uh, through generations uh, you prayed the same thing lord that our eyes will open father uh, when you sent Jesus he he came and he told uh, Nathaniel that his eyes will open and we will see angels ascend and descend upon the son of man we see the glory and when Paul was given the gospel he had the same prayer he said i pray that the eyes of the understanding will be enlightened that they will know what is the hope of the uh, their calling and 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 the presence and the power and the glory that is in the saints of god and lord today my prayer with charlie today is the same thing lord that that you will constantly keep our eyes open to see what you are doing among your people oh god that uh, that that we won't miss anything lord prophets and kings have desired to hear these beautiful words that you are releasing upon the body and lord just keep us open to continuously hear com- continuously see what you are doing oh god father right now i release the new the new the new the new the new press down shaken together running over that it will come on the people that there are hungry souls out there who are hungry for what you are doing god they're hungry they 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 are tired they're wearied they they the yoke has been heavy on them mm. with the old thing lord but lord you are so light and you are so easy lord you we want to us to give us an abundant kingdom lord and father right now we pray right now we declare right now we speak right now through the righteousness of faith we speak and say right now for the people listening may they walk into a full impartation a lot of what we are carrying what Charlie and I are carrying but also not not even what we are carrying lord even of a greater fall of a greater manifestation that uh, a generation will be able to wake up lord and it will be so easy for them it's not going to be hard it's going to be easy the finances are going to be easy the anointing is going to be easy the prophetic is going to be easy i know a lord that we paid a cost but they don't have to pay that because you paid the full cost i didn't have to pay the cost i know i have paid a cost i know charlie has paid a cost but lord we did not have to pay the cost we paid mm. a cost because we didn't know we didn't know but lord let there be a generation who really sees your costs more than anything else and their eyes will be open and things will become so easy for them and that they will get the wage you know them and us together 
will get the wage lord we yeah. will get the wage of the ones in the field you know that came last you know we are the new kids on the block truly we are and lord keep us and that's that Charlie that's what our prayer should be keep us and them yeah. that come as the new kids on the block yeah we always want to be the new kids we don't want to be <laughs> we don't ever want to be the old kids on the block okay yeah. we always want to be the new kids on the block Oof. keep us fresh keep us new keep eyes open keep us renewed all the time we are in the renewal and we love it lord yeah. and let it be upon people who listen in Jesus name amen Podcasts are definitely trending right now. There are so many brand new podcasts that are hitting the market, and I think that iTunes is kind of overwhelmed. And one of the ways that iTunes aggregates what's hip and relevant from the rest of the noise that's hitting the web is through ratings and reviews. A bunch of you have already taken the time to leave a rating and a review of this podcast. And I just wanted to say thanks. You guys are incredible, and you're so supportive, and I love you. And if you haven't had a chance to take that minute or two to leave a review. If you do that, that'd be incredible. And I've created a shortcut to get you there. It's thedarrenshow.com. That's thedarrenshow.com. You can give it one star and that means that you think it's kind of lame. Or you can give it five stars and that means that you think this thing be dope, be tight, be off the chain. So if you would take the minute or two to leave a review, that would be mighty fine of you. Again, it's thedarrenshow.com. Thanks guys.